0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is March 15th. It is 2022. We have four NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. Gearing us up for a monster Wednesday slate. Um, so, only four games today on Tuesday. Joined today by TJ. TJ, what's happening, my friend?
1: I'm doing pretty well. Getting ready. Uh, getting... Ready to move out of the out of the current house and into a new place here in about three weeks. I'm excited. And uh, I'm even more excited for baseball here to start up right away. Did you hear the, the big news on Sunday? Uh, Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez? No. Nelson Cruz to the Washington Nationals. Nelson Cruz to the Nationals. Stuff has been going so fast. I, I honestly thought that was Saturday. <laughs> It was oh, uh, we're, so we're, we're recording for Tuesday here today. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. On Monday, just like tonight was the uh, Suarez and Winker one.
0: No, it was it was funny. I had that queued up on Monday, and Grant had internet issues, and I was gonna do that, and I was gonna be like, Did you hear the awesome news? And I was hoping that he's gonna say Tom Brady. So that's oh. when I was gonna be like, Nah, man, Nelson Cruz is back for the boomstick is back for another year. <laughs> so, that that's some that's some back back um Back info on that one. I just I thought it was gonna be funny, but
1: it's anyway. uh it's been a wild it's been a wild couple days though with just like twins ship Garver to the Rangers and then they replace him with Sanchez and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting year. Mariners just loaded up their lineup. Texas Texas looks like they're gonna have a loaded lineup this year.
0: I cannot wait for baseball season to start. So and I um, think
1: my Blue Jays got a shot to win the division.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for baseball. I can't wait. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. The Red Sox this year, I was so down on them last year and you know, they made some pushes. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I don't get like excited for playoff baseball until like the season is like fully in swing and we can really see what teams look like because I feel like it's so hard, you know, there is was, so, there's so many moves and I feel like there'll still be so many moves before the season starts. Um, so it's tough, but I—I I mean, yeah, you know me. I'm a baseball guy. I cannot wait
1: for baseball season. I'm—I'm—I'm uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward so much to this Jay Zer, just because we've had this young, exciting offense for a while now. But this is the best best pitching staff we've had in a while, so I'm excited.
0: All right, uh, out of the baseball talk, because I can talk baseball all day, every day, um, forever. So we're gonna talk some basketball on today's show. Four games. You know, pretty straightforward slate. We're waiting on some big injury news um, with Job Morant, but it sounds like he's closer to doubtful. Um, Brogdon could be someone, I think he's in concussion protocol. So we should get that news pretty early in the day. Um, So, I mean, overall, you know, we'll see, but we got no back to backs, right? I don't think there's any back-to-backs on this slate, so it should be a really straightforward slate, um, waiting on a little bit of injury news, but nothing too crazy. So getting into it here, Memphis at Indiana taking on the Pacers. No total in this game. A lot of that has to do with what I was just saying. We're waiting on the John Morant news. Right now on the injury report, he is doubtful. On the Pacers' side, Bit Brogdon, Duarte are all questionable. Lance Stevenson is questionable. T.J. McConnell, Rubio, Miles Turner, T.J. Warren all out. If we get news that John Morant is going to sit in this spot, I think it is obviously a bump for a guy like Desmond Bain. Melton is another one that probably gets a bump. But I think the one that I'm really, really interested in here when we're playing on the DFS side, is Dylan Brooks. He's 4,900. His usage would go up, played 26 minutes in his first game back the other night. I think Dylan Brooks is really interesting if John Moran sits. I think he's interesting regardless at his price. But if John Moran sits, we could see this like 15 shots go up to 20 shots and, you know, the 26 minutes go up to 32 minutes. What are your thoughts here on Memphis?
1: Yep, I definitely like that call because we know – just from playing DFS for a long time that Dylan Brooks is a guy that any chance he gets to fire up extra shots he's absolutely going to take them so I like that call Um, another one I don't mind especially on draft kings is uh, Tyce Jones he's uh, only 3,400 and he's going to be looking at extra minutes if Jaws out which it sounds like he's going to be You can definitely take shots on Melton. Desmond Bain looks like he's going to be nice, but yeah, Dylan Brooks at 4,900, I think is going to be a nice play. Checking out his FanDuel price here as we speak. And yeah, 5,000 there. It's a nice price tag there as well. So yeah, I think uh, against an Indiana team that's been playing fast and not playing any defense, you take out the best player and highest usage player on Minnesota on Memphis. Sorry. I think we're going to, have no issue loading up lots of these uh, Memphis guards.
0: Yeah. I I mean, if John Morant plays, I think it kind of hurts a little bit for some of these plays, but I I think John Morant being on the doubtful side, we're really going to be loading up on Memphis in this spot. I mean, triple J Adams, like there's so many potential plays that, you know, we're looking at here on this Memphis side, this might even be a spot you could play Brandon Clark. They've been giving him consistent minutes here recently.
1: So, um and yeah, like looking at this, like Jaron Jackson Jr. sees over a five percent usage increase oh yeah, with Memphis, oh yeah. with with uh John Morant off the court. So yeah, fire up all the Jaron Jackson Jr. and hope like hell that he stays out of foul trouble. Yeah.
0: Hey, that's all we always hope for. I mean, on the pacer side of things, I think this is huge, right? If Brogdon sits in this game, um, and we should get this news pretty early. Like I said, it's concussion protocol so I mean it should be something that's decided pretty early in the day so if he's out I mean 9300 for Halliburton is a little pricey but Buddy Healed at 75 I think both of these guys Jalen Smith's in play but both of these guys are in play and I feel like even a bigger bump if Duarte sits too uh there's just so many guard minutes that Are going to be had by those two and washington jr if duarte and brogdon said this dude is 3200 he's going to play 30 plus minutes so this game right here on a four game slate probably going to see a lot of ownership but for good reason
1: yeah and on on a four game slate this is the type of game with the amount of q tags we have if all of these guys get ruled out and we're going to know it because it's the first game and i mean all of these games are within an hour of each other tomorrow on the Indiana side, we have say questionable. We have Duarte questionable. We have Brogdon questionable. We have Stevenson questionable. If all of these guys are out, we can just really, you can really run. If you're playing lots of lineups tonight, just tons of variations of game stacks of this game, mix in some lineups with Brissett, some lineups with Jackson, some lineups with Smith, some lineups with Halliburton, some with Healed, and just fire it back with all these different guards on the Memphis side. And, This is going to be a high-scoring game. It's just going to be about getting the right pieces. So I'm going to be all over this game tomorrow from a stack standpoint and then mixing in one of these Jackson, uh, Smith, Brissett guys and then play a ton of Heald and Halliburton, especially on FanDuel where they're even cheaper.
0: All right, moving on. We got Brooklyn visiting my Orlando Magic. Two thirty and a half total here, two thirty one some places. The Nets a nine and a half point favorite on the Brooklyn side. LaMarcus Aldridge is out. Seth Curry is questionable. Joe Harris is out. Simmons is out, and Cam Thomas is questionable. And then on the Magic side, Jonathan Isaac is out. Suggs and Harris are questionable. We'll start here with Brooklyn. You know, obviously a road game, so we got Kyrie playing here at 10 Durant is back and he looks fantastic shot 37 times the other night against the Knicks and I think the biggest thing to kind of take away from that was Kyrie wasn't on the floor and I don't want to just assume that we're going to get 35 shots a night from Durant when he's playing with Kyrie what are your thoughts on the Nets
1: you know, on first thought, I'm looking at it and just thinking, my, I think my favorite player on the Nets here are the mid-range guys like Drummond or taking a shot on some of the high upside bench guys like Claxton and James Johnson on the off chance that this is a blowout, but we really don't have that many pay-up options on, tonight's on on for the slate, and so with that in mind, Durant just looks a hell of a lot better than he did upon my first glance because there aren't that many options to pay up for tonight, so I think these are definitely guys that have really high upside. I probably don't want to play them together. Um, Durant and Irving that is, but I even don't mind taking shots on a guy like Andre Drummond and all the uh, 5,500. And if you're not, if you're on a uh, fan there, and if you're playing on, if you're fading him, then I don't even mind going on Claxton on DK. He's even cheaper Claxton at 3,900. So that's probably where I'd want to take the shot on him as opposed to FanDuel, but These Nets are definitely in an interesting spot. The blowout is just kind of what worries me the most.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of nailed it when we're looking at the first game we talked about if John Morant is doubtful and he doesn't play, that kind of rules out expensive plays there outside of maybe Halliburton. And then you look at this Brooklyn-Orlando game, obviously you got Durant, Kyrie, Detroit-Miami. You're worried about that game kind of staying close. But, I mean, you could play Jimmy Butler, Bam. And then you got the Phoenix-New Orleans game where – You know, you're potentially looking to see if McCollum's going to play or not. But either way, Booker is probably in play. So, not a ton of spend ups today. I get what you're saying. Raw points matter on a four game slate. And like that is something that we talk about on this podcast all the time. These small three, four, five game slates, if a guy scores like 65 points and the next highest guy scores 50, yeah, they might not have that 7X, but. If they're outscoring anybody by 10, 15 points, you're probably going to need them raw points wise. So, I mean, for that aspect, Durant, Kyrie, both in play. Um, you know, Drummond, I think, is a little interesting here at 5,800. They have been giving him run. If Seth Curry sits, I think maybe I hate the idea, but you could play Bruce Brown. He's going to play a bunch of minutes if that happens. Um, I don't think. Goran Dragic, I think we're just playing when Kyrie is out, right? Like he's probably yeah. twenty-two to twenty-five minutes, and then when Kyrie is out, he's probably closer to thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, I'm on the same page there, and like even like these guys, like Dragic and and Mills, and like even even if we get Seth Curry out and these guys get a bit of a minutes bump, I still don't really like them. I just I'm so much more interested in these me- Memphis and Indiana guys.
0: Yep. All right, the magic side of this game, so many mouths to feed. Um if Suggs plays, uh just uh, you know, if Gary Harris plays, they just have so many people right now. It's really tough to pinpoint the magic. It, it really seems like they're very comfortable 20 minutes a night for faults, but I think even at 20 minutes at 4,200, we might actually be playing some Fultz as like a low-owned tournament option today.
1: Yeah, on DK, I think you can definitely take shots on Fultz. If Suggs happens to be out and Hampton moves to the starting lineup, I definitely think you can, you'll can. you see Hampton is one of the more popular value options of the slate and a little four-gamer if he's a starter. Um, Cole Anthony, I'm probably not going to look to – maybe if Suggs is out, but even then I feel like I'd just rather take a shots on on Fultz or Hampton or even Franz Wagner, who's cheaper than Cole Anthony. Um, bomba I think is warranted to, to take a couple shots on if you want. I'm not going to tell anybody not to play Wendell Carter, especially on FanDuel where he's 6,800. I think he's a great play over there. Um, it, when we're where we're basically feeling like we're going to have to play Durant or Kyrie just to spend up on this slate. I don't mind running it back with one of these magic guys and and just basically assuming that if Durant's to get Durant to hit a ceiling, maybe the magic keep this game close and a few of them do too.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going Durant, you could obviously look at window Carter jr. He could have, you know, a solid game here. I think Cole Anthony is someone that if he got the minutes, he's always someone that has the upside. Mo Bamba against Drummond kind of sounds juicy, Um, so maybe taking a few shots on him, but honestly, I think my favorite play, especially on DraftKings, is going to be Fultz, and it's crazy that your favorite play is only going to probably play 20 minutes, but he's just he's doing so much with those 20 minutes right now. Uh, He's so actively involved, and this is a matchup with Brooklyn, so You know, he had 11 assists against Philly the other night. Doesn't shock me, but I mean, looking at the Minnesota game too, just kind of looking at his usage and everything, I think he's actually warranted as like just a potential pivot off of a lot of the value in that Minnesota-Indiana game.
1: So you are a Magic fan. As a a Magic fan, (laughs) if you could only keep two, Suggs, Anthony, and Fultz, who are you keeping?
0: so like no doubt in my mind no doubt in my mind Suggs out of those three I think his Mm -hmm. potential and like ceiling is the highest of the three but oh gosh man we just we know how good Foltz like was in college and like the ceiling for Foltz if he can just get over this like issue that he had with Philly. And it. it looked like he was doing it last year. I think I'd go Fultz over Anthony. But I mean, I would like the fact that they kept kept all three. I think there's, you know, always a room for a six man to be really strong. And I don't know if it'd be, I think in the magic terms, it'd probably be Fultz because they've invested so much in Anthony. They didn't really invest anything in Fultz. Like that's the thing they got. Fultz they, got- for,
1: they got him for free. They got bolts for free, and I mean, you say unfortunately to be a Magic fan, but I feel like there are worse positions to be in. They have a pretty good core six of young players, and you just really need one or two of them to develop into a star and then just add some to that.
0: Well, the problem with, like, Orlando and, like, going back, Tracy McGrady, Dwight Howard, like, they just don't stay. There's so much potential, and... Hey, team would have
1: stayed if they would have put some around them.
0: No, I know, but the ownership just in general, <laughs> I don't ever feel like they're going to put them around them. Like, yeah. White always just needed a counterpart, and as, as cool and as good as Richard Lewis was and, like, that team that made that run that year, those were, like, plays. They weren't, like, the player, you know? So yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Fultz, I feel like Fultz's ceiling is massive, but, uh, you know, that's just especially for what they got him for, you know, they, they got him for free. Um, so, yeah. but anyway, back to folds. I just pulled it up really quick. Cause I was curious, 28, 29, 33, 21, 29, 25% usage in the six games that he's been back. So just saying he's someone. If
1: they, if they decided to extend him to a 24 minute minutes limit, that 4,200 price on DK is fantastic
0: oh yeah he would yeah he'd probably be optimal at that point so all right and then you probably don't get that news either like that probably just happens yeah so we'll see anyway if Suggs
1: Suggs is out you take even more shots on it and if Hampton's in that starting lineup he's a great value as well
0: yeah I mean if Hampton moves to that starting lineup and it's not Foltz and Foltz gets all that usage off the bench again like off the bench usage is just something that people forget about building DFS lineups and it's something that has won me many basketball tournaments over the years. So and it doesn't work out every time and like you have to be okay with like it probably hits on like a 15% rate but I mean works for me. Detroit at Miami, you just hope you get the rest of your team right those nights. Um no total in this game but Miami is favored by 13. Don't know why there's no total Um, on the Detroit side. Diallo, Frank Jackson, Saban Lee, and Chris Smith are out. And then Caleb Martin's out for Miami, starting here with Detroit. uh, Any interest in maybe a Cade Cunningham or any of these guys?
1: I don't want to, but just based on the matchup, but Cade Cunningham has been finally getting the minutes lately and just been going absolutely bonkers with them
0: oh wait a young like, team that's not good is giving their young player playing time shocking man
1: what a finally what a concept, what finally, a concept tj this is this is new to them like they hadn't been doing that all year and now they finally are last few games i'm not sure if any of these went to ot but 44 40 35 43 32 38 31 32 and so like in all of those games his lowest scoring game was 29.8 fantasy play- Points well you know that's his floor but that's also a game where he had no stocks and six turnovers so yeah Cade Cunningham I think is a absolutely fantastic play at that 7400 price tag on FanDuel checking to see um, pull, I'm switching over to DK now 83 it's not as nice um but I think you can still take shot shots on him if you're playing lots of lineups cash and single entry though I'm probably staying away from him and most of um Detroit in this spot over on DK.
0: Yeah, I mean, Cunningham, obviously, like you said, if we look at the recent success, it's it's there. He's been getting the minutes. He's been playing fantastic. He has sucked, <laughs> not even going to sugarcoat it, in two matchups against Miami this season. So, I mean, this defense is no joke. I, I think it's weighing... A four game slate and like, all right, well, this guy has 50 plus point ceiling, so I have to take shots on him, um, even in the tough matchup. So, but outside of him, I think with maybe t- shots on Bagley or Stewart,
1: I just, Stewart. Stewart would be the only other one I'd want to at 4,500 on DK, but like, still, that doesn't, like, I don't love it. It's just like, it'd be something I'm fine with if I land on him as a last piece.
0: Yeah, I just I worry about what type of minutes he would get. And Bagley, like it's just more of trying to guess where their minutes are going to be. Um, do you play Kelly Olynyk in a revenge game? Do you think they give him like an extra five minutes in this game? Or something?
1: If Stewart was still out, maybe I'd take that shot. Yeah. But no, I'm not really interested in it. Like just looking at if we like in terms of utility <laughs> position, if you have 4,500 left, left, left. I think I'd rather go Melton instead of him. I'd rather go Clark instead of him. I'd rather go Okiki instead of him. I'd rather go Alvarado instead of him, all in that price range. So I don't think I'd be landing on Stewart.
0: Miami side, um, you know, obviously Jimmy Butler, Bam, Tyler Hero, all of these guys, even maybe even Kyle Lowry. He's probably my least favorite of the four, though. I think they're in play. Victor Oladipo, they're seems like they're going to be very careful on his minutes. I, I highly doubt he plays. I highly doubt he plays over 20 minutes for the next few weeks. Um, I think they ramp him up when it gets closer to the playoffs. Cause I mean, he is Victor Oladipo and he could be a huge asset to this team in the playoff run. Um, The other thing that I I have written down that I just wanted to kind of note is Marquise Morris returned against Minnesota the other night. He played 17 minutes. This is his first game since November with that Jokic elbow. Um, He's 3K. I don't think we play him here, but I did want to make a note that he is back and played 17 minutes in his return, but he was around 20 minutes a night before the injury, the, I think it was whiplash or something um, with the Jokic elbow, but I, I think in Miami, you're just kind of looking at these top end guys, hoping that, you know, you're playing Kate Cunningham, hoping the game stays close and you're getting that, you know, ceiling out of these high priced Miami guys.
1: Yeah, like a guy like Markeith Morris, he's min price on both sides. A guy like Victor Oladipo, he's 4K on FanDuel. These are guys that I was thinking, you know, small slate, there are crazier, crazier things to take shots on, but it brings us back to the, the Durant thing. Like who would we pay up for with that value? What would be the purpose of going that low? We don't need it on a, on this four game slate because there aren't that many pay, pay up options. So if this was something where we had Durant and Giannis and LeBron and Yo Kitchen and Embiid all on the same slate, it'd be a, on a four gamer. That'd be a different story, but it seems like we're going to have lots of value and not a lot of payup options. So I think we, we don't have to go there. The last part about this game that I do have interest in uh, from Detroit, I think there are worse shots you could take than Jeremy Grant on FanDuel at 5,800. And then on DK, no issue. or sorry. And then on for Miami on both sides, no issue firing up Bam and uh, Jimmy whatsoever. Not probably. I don't think I'm going to get a ton of Harrow just with Butler back in the lineup and depot there and them finally getting healthy
0: Phoenix at new Orleans is where we finish it off Suns five point favorite in this one um on the Phoenix side Cam Johnson Kaminsky Chris Paul Sarge out and then on the Pelican side Brandon Ingram out McCollum questionable Larry Nance and Zion still out so no total in this game, I'm assuming, because we don't know if McCollum's going to play. And I think that this is a, I mean, it's it's a somewhat standalone game because it's 30 minutes after the Miami game and there's no games after it. So uh, we, I kind of hope we get this McCollum news early, but um, who knows? So let's talk Phoenix first. Um, hey, did you know Devin Booker is pretty good at basketball?
1: Devin Booker is pretty good at basketball. He's most likely – he's not most likely. He is without a doubt my favorite pay up option on the slate, bar none. Um, can I tilt for a second quick? It's a, it's a small slate, so I figured I got time. Sure, go ahead. Two nights ago when uh, Devontae Graham is like the chalk of the chalk, I figured I'm going to go underweight on him, and I am just going to go. I was playing 150. I'm just going to go absolutely ham on Jose Alvarado. He was something like 15% owned, almost near min price. I decided to go 70% of him, feeling so good about my decision. Guy picks up three fouls in the first, like, six minutes he plays. Does absolutely nothing. The very next night, I decided to take a night off, and this guy in, like, 24 minutes off the bench goes like, 18 5 11 with six steals i was sick to my stomach when i saw that line
0: (laughs) that's what that's the worst i hate when that happens um
1: i was just like thinking i was so smart right i was like this is how i'm getting up on the field this is i am sharp today and then just did not work out
0: (laughs) (laughs) gotta love it right (laughs)
1: yeah but Um... on this phoenix side yeah Devin yeah. Booker, my favorite payup option on the slate campaign is still too cheap for the role he's going on right now. So I like him a lot as well. My plan for this slate is basically going to be stacking Memphis and Indiana and this game two ways, because chances are, um, Phoenix blows these guys out, but if McCollum plays, that could should keep it closer together. And I think with it being COVID related, um, we should get that news early enough. And if he does play like McCollum and Booker are by far my favorite payup options on the slate and Aiton at 7,300 on DK and 7,600 on Fanduel. If I'm playing cash games, I think he is probably my cash game center.
0: I will say this. I do think this is a really interesting spot for Jay Crowder. I don't like Jay Crowder when we're on, like, eight-plus games because I don't – he hits the ceiling, like, once every month. Um, But I think on a four-game slate where we have a lot of value, chalky value, Jay Crowder is going to play 30 minutes in this game. And, I mean, Aiton and Valanciunas battling there, I think this is just a spot with no Brandon Ingram that, like, Jay Crowder just has one of those random, like, weird, like, 18 point games and he's always someone that fills the stat sheet and puts up like 35 fantasy points, which doesn't sound crazy, but if some of that value in that Memphis game bust, I just think Jay Crowder out of nowhere is like, all right, well, maybe Jay Crowder does do really well here.
1: Yeah. And like, he's a high variance guy too. So I plan on looking at projected ownership for him. And if he's somebody that is projected highly owned, I'll probably want to get underweight on him. And if he's projected, not highly, if he's, if he's low owned, then yeah, that's definitely somebody I want to get overweight on. And on DK where him and bridges are almost the same price, I could definitely see him getting overlooked. And I, and I really like that call on FanDuel. The price difference is very different. You get, you get uh Jay Crowder at 5,600, where Mikal Bridges is all the way up to 66. If their ownership is similar, I will be getting way more Jay Crowder.
0: New Orleans side, I mean, no Ingram. It really depends on CJ McCollum. If CJ McCollum is out, I I think obviously Alvarado, he is someone that you could play like you were talking about. Um, I I think you could take shots on Graham. I definitely think on a four-game slate to get different, you could make a group where you don't play more than one of them together because I think their ceiling kind of, just looking back over the last few games without McCollum, like their ceiling kind of seems like one of these guys has a ceiling and maybe not the other one.
1: Yeah. I'm I think the exact same thing. And I don't think you want to play both. And I think you absolutely want to play one. Like, I don't really think it matters how many lineups you're running. You want to have one of these two in the lineups, because if it's a close game, Graham is probably going to be doing it, and if he doesn't Alvarado definitely will be if it's a blowout Alvarado is going to be getting all those extra minutes and he's a fantastic point per minute guy. so on a four game slate I think you definitely want one of these two guys in your lineup if McCollum is out if McCollum's in I'm just going to be playing so much McCollum and Booker like especially like I'm more of a fan duel guy and we got Halliburton 8800 there I think I'm just going to be going McCollum at 8,500, Halliburton 88, and and Booker at 10-4, and just playing almost every single one of my lineups with those three guys in there and just mixing and matching the value to go with.
0: Anything else from the Pelicans? I mean, I think if you're running out a lot of teams, you have to have some interest in Valanciunas, um, just because I think center overall is a position that, typically we see a lot of spread out ownership. And I think with Bam and Wendell Carter and Aiton, and we talked about even, you know, triple J and Drummond, I think Valanciunas would just kind of, you know, make the, the list for me today. If I was running a bunch of lineups.
1: Yeah. If I'm running a bunch of lineups, he definitely makes the list. I think he is behind those four other guys you mentioned for me, but we know he does have just a crazy, crazy ceiling. And so, he's definitely in the pool, but I personally prefer Aiton more just because I kind of view them similarly and Aiton is so much cheaper. Um, but overall, yeah, I I like quite a bit of these guys. They've sort of been priced up for their roles. If, uh, um, if McCollum is, is in, is in you, like you can't play any of them. I, I don't, most of these guys, um, if McCollum's out, they've all kind of been priced up. What I will say is on FanDuel, Devontae Graham is your play. And on DK, Jose Alvarado is your play. Graham's been priced up to 6,800 and Alvarado's all the way down to 42 on FanDuel. Whereas on, uh, sorry, on DK, whereas on FanDuel, they're both mid 5K. So it's very price site dependent, but in terms of the centers in this game, I like Aiton better. And if McCollum's in, love him. If not, check it's site dependent and go based on that.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5k to go 7x even for a four game slate. We have plenty of options
1: down here. Who do you got? I will go with Dylan Brooks.
0: Yeah, that's it's probably the the play um, for sure. I'm trying to save one of these guys i'm gonna go washington jr if duarte and brogdon play don't play washington jr i just uh, listen it's night before he is an insane value play if these two guys sit so i wanted to point that out uh, 17 shot attempts 34 minutes against atlanta the other night so if these guys are out washington jr very much in play over 8k to go under 5x who's your bust today
1: yeah, I love your call there, and I will say my favorite play of all those guys, if McCollum out, is out, is Alvarado on DK. Um, over 8K to bust, I am going to go with Cade Cunningham. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think he is – such, he's such a boomer bust type of play. I'm going to go Kyrie Irving. I think Durant and Kyrie playing together – I think Durant has more ceiling so I'll probably likely play him um so he's my least favorite over 10k (laughs) because we're assuming John Morant's gonna sit so I mean this is one of those slates where even if you don't want to go up to Durant you could play three maybe four players on DraftKings over 8k and you know do that type of stuff too who's your favorite 6x play today
1: Favorite six x play of the day. I'm gonna go DeAndre aiden I'm gonna stay in the
0: same uniform and say Devin Booker. Uh, I love Devin love Booker it. today. I think when we're just looking for sixty fantasy points, he is he's right up there. So Devin Booker for me. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got today?
1: Willie Hernan Gomez. All right. If all if all these if whether or not uh, all these guys play for them, if this game turns into a blowout whatsoever, he's just a crazy point per minute producer. And on a four game slate, those are the type of things you look for in GPP.
0: I am going to go with Fultz. I really hope he's low owned, and I think it really depends on Suggs. But I'm going to go Fultz. I'm going to hope that, like, we get, like, a 22-minute game. But the usage is just really high. Don't expect him to be popular. And I think he'll even be lower owned if Suggs plays. And the usage is still going to be there because he's just – his usage off the bench right now is just crazy high. So I'm going to go Fultz as my let's get weird GPP Uh, We don't have a lot of lines out, so we're going to skip the betting question today. Um, Waiting on a lot of news for lines. I think the Magic Nets game was the only one out with a line. So, Uh, TJ, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Nope, that's about it. It's a small slate, but it's a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Thanks again for having me on, and I'm looking forward to being able to do this and talk some baseball here soon.
0: I can't wait for baseball season. Um, Already, man, don't get me excited again. So... That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday. Big slates. Uh, See you all then.